Hello, fellow cinephiles. My name's Ben, and this is the Real Movies Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by the Criterion Collection. Right now at Barnes & Noble stores across the country, you can save up to 50% off on select Criterion Collection Blu-rays and DVDs. And this sale is running from now through Monday, August 7th. Uh, if you are a lover of cinema like myself and Dan and Frankie, um, this is definitely a sale worth checking out. And I will uh, get into some of my picks here today. Um, some things that I, uh, that I think are great, uh, releases that are worth checking out, maybe some good blind buys, some other, uh, movies in the collection that I love. And I'll also discuss, uh, some of the films that I've picked up in this sale that's, uh, going on right now. Um, I should say, I should preface this by saying that for me, the Criterion Collection sale at Barnes and Noble uh, I believe it happens twice a year. There's usually one in July, and then uh, most of the time there's one in like November. So if you miss, if you happen to miss this one, uh, don't fret. There will be another one coming. And then every once in a while, uh, Criterion's website will also do a 24-hour, uh, 50% off sale. But um, this, the Barnes and Noble sales for me are always the uh, it's 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 the worst best time of the year because. <laughs> the, the, these Criterion Collection discs, if you're unfamiliar with them, they are, uh, these are the, the preeminent, uh, home video presentations of a lot of classic and contemporary, um, world cinema and, uh, art house stuff. And occasionally you'll get some, um, famous director's studio work in there. Um, but this is just, this is a, a, a boutique label that, takes a lot of care, um, into what they're putting out under the market. And, um, so as a, as a cinephile, it's, it's really tough to not, uh, take advantage of these deals, whether or not, you know, you've seen something or, uh, or, or not. So, uh, yeah. So I needless to say, I went a little crazy this year. Um, and I probably, and it probably won't be the last. I'm sure I will uh, pick up some other things in, uh, future sales this year. Um, but to start, I will, uh, run through what I've picked up. I, uh, I picked up, uh, David Cronenberg's Scanners. Um, this is a film that, uh, I don't really know a whole lot about, but, um, I'm kind of a, a fan of Cronenberg's early stuff. And I think it's cool that Criterion releases, um, some of his, some of his stuff in the, in these nice collector's editions they put out and the artwork that's on the Scanners, um, case is really hard to forget. Um, uh, it's a picture of a guy with like, you know, his face kind of melting off. And, uh, so it's, it's, it's really, it's very striking and it's always, you know, kind of been wormed its way into the back of my mind and has stayed there and I've never seen the movie. So, um, through just kind of being perplexed by the artwork and, you know, I've had a couple of uh, friends and professors tell me about it and, um, I thought it was worth checking out. Um, I also picked up a couple of, um, Michelangelo Antonioni movies. I picked up La Ventura and Blow Up. Um, La Ventura, I believe, is about a, uh, woman who is on, um, a, 
um, a secluded island somewhere and uh, with 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 a, a man or or a group of people and um, one of the other uh, I guess her friend or somebody in their group goes missing and so she kind of uh, there's there's a little bit of a noirish mystery that happens and um, I believe that's all in the Italian language and um, so but but from everything that I've heard uh, an absolute classic one of the best movies ever made and so I felt pretty confident in picking that one up um, blow up as I mentioned um, I had a friend tell me that this is Antonioni's masterpiece um, it's about a a photographer who is out shooting pictures one night and he happens to I suppose uh, catch a murder or uh, some sort of crime taking place and uh, the entire movie is kind of about the implications of that and what his role in um, in the crime is. And so uh, I thought that sounded pretty exciting. And with the uh, the praise that it might be Antonioni's masterpiece, I thought it would be worth checking out. Um, I believe Brian De Palma made uh, did a remake of this in the '80s um, called Blow Out with John Travolta and Nancy Allen. And that movie is also part of the Criterion Collection. And I picked that one up uh, as part of a sale I, as sometime last year, I think. And Blowout is fantastic. Um, really, really suspenseful, really intense. Travolta's incredible in it. Um, and so I, it stood to reason for me, if I enjoyed that one, I figured I would enjoy Blow Up, which is the original uh, version of Blowout, technically. So... Um, yeah, those are both worth, uh, checking out. Um, I've also picked up, uh, Robert Bresson's L'Argent, uh, which is a, um, a kind of a, uh, it's brief. It's only like an hour and 20 minutes or so. And it's, um, a movie that kind of follows, uh, um, some counterfeit money around from like owner to owner. And, um, it's kind of interesting. I, it goes to, it goes to places I didn't expect. It's funny at times, but it's, it's really dramatic. And then by the end of the movie, it kind of goes totally, you know, in a direction you, you, you don't see coming. And, um, I thought that was really neat. Um, and that was, uh, highly recommended to me by, um, a good, uh, one of my favorite professors from WKU. And, um, also a couple of other, um, pickups I haven't seen before. Um, I picked up, uh, Jean Co- Jacques Cocteau's Beauty and the Beast, um, widely regarded as the definitive cinematic presentation of that fairy tale, um, from, uh, I, there are no songs in it, as far as I know, it's not Disney, um, so, uh, very interested to check that one out. We've also got Francis Ford Coppola's Rumblefish, which was based on the S.E. Hinton book, of the same name. And I think, uh, what Coppola was trying to accomplish with Rumblefish, uh, was he wanted to make art house cinema that was approachable for teenagers. And I thought that sounded kind of like an interesting, interesting proposition. And I've seen some, uh, some still frames from this film and it just looks incredibly striking and beautiful. And I love the, uh, the composition, um, in those images. And so I, I felt confident picking up Rumblefish as well. Um, I've also got Robert Altman's McCabe and Mrs. Miller. Another one I don't know a ton about, but just, I've, I've heard nothing, nothing but great things about it. Um, I believe it stars, uh, Warren Beatty and Julie Christie. Um, it's kind of like a revisionist Western of sorts. And so I'm very much looking forward to checking that out. Um, also picked up one called Revanche, 
I believe is a, another sort of, you know, kind of a loose gangster or crime, uh, crime thriller from, uh, I'm not sure which country. I don't remember which one that's from. Uh, but that's fairly recent. I think that came out in 2008 and it was up for best foreign language film Oscar, um, from Denmark, maybe perhaps, uh, I don't know. I'll have to look into that. Um, what else did we get? We also got um, a film called Tampopo, which piqued my interest because I had just rewatched, um, Big Night, um, with Stanley Tucci and Tony Shalhoub about the two Italian brothers who cook a big dinner for who they, th- uh, uh, Louis Prima, who they are led to believe is going to come and dine in their restaurant. And, and so, um, I, I love that movie and I love John Favreau's movie Chef. And so, um, movies about food, uh, have always kind of been interesting to me and I'm, I'm a bit of a foodie in real life. And so, um, when I was reading about Tampopo, uh, I thought that it just sounded like a ton of fun. It's about, um, a group of people in Japan who kind of rove around and have misadventures on while they're searching for the perfect bowl of ramen. And, uh, between that and then it promised uh, a lot of really, um, kind of gorgeous shots of food. So I think this is going to be the ultimate food porn for me. I may have to go out and get some, uh, get some ramen myself after watching this one. So, um, I'm very much looking forward to Tampopo. Um, all right. What else? I picked up, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, which is a, a pretty famous Terry Gilliam film starring Johnny Depp and Benicio del Toro. And it's based on uh, the Hunter S. Thompson book. And Johnny Depp plays a, um, a reporter who goes out to Vegas to cover, um, some sort of sporting event. And, uh, between him and his lawyer played by Benicio del Toro, they kind of, um, they go on this really kind of wild drug fueled um, adventure. And it's just, it's, it's really funny. It's sad and tragic, but it's parts of it are hilarious. And, um, so I, I, I haven't seen that one in a while, but it's, uh, one of my favorite Johnny Depp films and I'm uh, looking forward to Criterion's presentation. Um, the last one I picked up in this sale, um, was Michael Mann's Thief, which is, uh, his debut film starring, uh, who's the guy, J- James Caan, um, in Miami. And, this uh, thief is just a beautiful score by Tangerine Dream. Um, the cinematography is just absolutely unbelievable. There's a lot of really gorgeous nighttime images in this one. Um, and another, it's another kind of uh, guy gets on the, you know, in trouble with some gangsters and wants out. And um, if you've ever seen movies like Drive or something like that, it's 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 got uh, I, it takes. It came, it came out in like 1981, I think. And so, you know, a movie like Drive, if you've seen and enjoyed Drive, uh, Thief kind of provided a bit of the DNA for that film. Um, and then of course, being Michael, a Michael Mann film, you can kind of, you know, watch that and draw, you know, stylistic comparisons between, you know, that uh, Thief and something like Heat or Miami Vice or, um, Black Hat or uh, some of the other stuff that he's worked on recently. So, um, yeah, those are the ones that I've picked up so far in the sale. Um, and yeah, I'm, I, I've watched Largent and, um, I'm looking forward to getting into the rest of these very soon. Um, and I have a very special guest joining us today for the, for this Criterion cast. And, um, he knows a lot about collecting Blu-rays and about, you know, the Criterion collection and things like that. And so, um, this is 
uh, one of my professors from WKU, he taught me, um, the film adaptations class. And then I did an independent study with him where I basically had to design a, um, a bit of a marketing campaign for somebody's student film. Um, and so that was a lot of fun and we had, we always enjoyed working together and talking to each other. And so, um, without further ado, here is Dr. Jared Rodell Hollyfield with some of his picks and favorites and recommendations for this criterion sale. Thanks for inviting me on guys. As any film fan knows, this is one of the most wonderful times of the year, the sale we get in July to August and the one we get around the holidays. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you some of the uh, picks that I have that I want to buy, some of the ones I've already gotten, and some older movies that would definitely be worth picking up as blind buys. The film that I was most excited about was Robert Bresson's L'Argent, uh, which is his final film that he made uh, in his 80s. It follows a banknote as it goes through all of these different people in France and is sort of a meditation on ethics and spirituality. But it's also kind of a riotous crime movie as well. It really melds genres. So that's my, my number one pick of the movies I was excited about. I was so happy whenever Criterion announced it. Another one that I was really, really, really happy about was uh, Usman Sambin's Black Girl which was restored last year. I saw it at Nashville's Belcourt Theater, and it's a 59-minute feature that blew me away, one of the first feature films uh, made in Africa uh, by one of Africa's greatest filmmakers. So I would definitely check that out. It's something that's going on my syllabus for my post-colonial studies course this fall. A movie I haven't had a chance to check out yet, but I'm really looking forward to is Kirsten Johnson's Camera Person, which came out earlier this year. And it's sort of a hybrid narrative doc from a really famous female cinematographer who's shot all over the world. So she's bridging a lot of her work together um, in, in this personal narrative. So I think that's going to be a really good film. So two picks that I think are really important and would be a very good time to buy are Abascura Stami's Like Someone in Love. It's a DVD that I picked up a few years ago or Blu-ray that I picked up a few years ago. Actually, I think it's one of the old dual editions, which I love for teaching purposes. But with Kiristami's recent death, it's I think it's important to to check out because it's his last uh, sort of traditional as traditional as Kiristami is narrative film. It's also beautiful, very understated. Uh, it's not as openly meta as films like Close Up or A Chase Taste of Cherry. Still worth checking out, though. It does remind me a little bit of Wong Kar Wai. It's interesting, too, because this is an Iranian filmmaker who's working out of Iran for the second time. Uh, it's kind of a love triangle. Uh, it does kind of have a Hollywood plot in some ways, but it's interesting to see what Kiristami does with it. And I think this is a great way to celebrate the wonderful career of one of the best filmmakers of the 20th and 21st centuries. Uh, the last one that I would suggest recommending is a little film by Goat Spillman called Revanche. Uh, it's been out for a while. I think it's like 502. It's in the 500s in the Criterion Collection. But it's an amazing movie that just kind of fell under the radar. It came out around the time that Video On Demand started coming out, so less of these films were being released in theaters, especially since it came out during a recession year. I think it just kind of got brushed under, except in you know very, very, very passionate film circles. But, you know, right now, if you can use the coupons, $15 for a Blu-ray of this with, with a nice essay by Armand White. Uh, it's something I've revisited during the sale, and it's a really inspiring movie, especially for people who are trying to go out and make their own challenging cinema. So 
Uh, those are my picks. If you've got any questions, I'm sure uh, Ben can tell you how to contact me. But uh, enjoy the rest of the sale. It runs till August 7th, I believe. Also, if your tastes run a little bit toward classic Hollywood cinema, two picks that I would recommend are the recently released uh, They Live by Night. Filmmaker Nicholas Ray did a lot of great westerns, directed Rebel Without a Cause, the film Johnny Guitar, one of my favorite filmmakers. His staging is incredible. I would also recommend John Huston's The Asphalt Jungle, which just came out in a really nice edition a little bit ago. It might have been on sale during the uh, the November one, but also a very good pick for the classic Hollywood cinema. It's, it's great to see Criterion sort of going back to these older releases that MGM and a lot of other companies have already done really nice editions of, but giving it that wonderful Criterion treatment. Wonderful Criterion treatment that we all know and love. So, enjoy the sale. Enjoy the films that you buy. And uh, I guess let the host of the podcast know. So, as you probably heard there, he echoed some of my same sentiments. And um, he also said some things about Largent and uh, Revanche that uh, he knew that he knew about that I didn't because, you know, either he's been watching them forever or uh, he's caught things that I didn't. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, really lucky that we could have Dr. Hollyfield with us today, and I want to thank him for his involvement, and hopefully we'll, we will have him back on uh, in future episodes of The Real. Um, so yeah, as um, I alluded to earlier, and as Dr. Hollyfield sort of echoed, um, this Criterion sale is running now through Monday, August 7th, and you can uh, visit any Barnes & Noble store, or uh, just go to Barnes & Noble's website, bn.com, and they are also doing the 50% off sale through uh, their website. Um, so don't miss out. But at the same time, if you, you know, if you run out of time or you don't just have, you don't, maybe don't have the money right now to spend on, um, some of these great films, uh, don't fret. They, they have, they usually do something. I feel like they do something at least once a quarter. So, um, you know, you, if, if it's not, there's usually two Barnes and Noble sales a year. Um, and then there are at least two or three, um, flash sales on Criterion's own website, which is just criterion.com. Um, and that's the place to go if you want to learn more about any of these specific releases, criterion.com. Um, I use it all the time just to read up on, you know, things I'm looking at or stuff I may be interested in. And they announce new titles every, every month, I guess. Um, and so I believe they just recently announced their October slate. Um, they've got a lot of good things coming and stuff that I'm definitely probably going to pick up, um, and whatever sale might be coming in November. Um, so look into that for yourself, check it out. Um, highly recommend, um, this label and looking into any of their products whatsoever. Even if you have a, like a passing interest in movies, I mean, they've got some of the other stuff I have at home is just, you know, I've got really cool. They've got really cool sets for, uh, the original Godzilla movie or Gojira, I guess it would be called, um, so, I mean, they don't shy away from mainstream stuff. You know, they've got all of Wes Anderson's movies. Um, we're still waiting on uh, um, the Grand Budapest Hotel, but everything he's done prior to that has received a Criterion release if you're a Wes Anderson fan. Um, what else do we got? Um, Hoop Dreams is another one I've kind of looked into. It's a famous documentary. Um, another one I'd recommend uh, if you're thinking about, you know, what to buy. Um, they have a really great edition of on the waterfront, uh, Mar starring Marlon Brando, directed by Elia Kazan. Um, that's another classic of, uh, American cinema. Uh, I talked about Cronenberg. They've got a uh, Videodrome in there, which is a, it comes in a really awesome Blu-ray edition. Um, 
yeah, just any and everything you could think of. Holy grails of world cinema, um, like, uh, Kislowski's Decalogue, um, Satyat Ray's, uh, the Apu trilogy, which was once, uh, previously thought to be lost forever. Um, and I'm still holding out hope that, um, Criterion may sometime next year release a definitive Blu-ray edition of George Romero's Night of the Living Dead. They have, this label has an exclusive partnership with a, um, a label called, uh, Janus Films, and they are, uh, dedicated to finding and preserving and restoring, um, and then, and then showing cinema of, you know, that was either thought to be lost or, you know, it was previously hard to find. Um, and so the word on the street is that, uh, Janus has come into the possession of a 4k restoration of the original night of the living dead. And it would stand to reason that, um, if Janus has the 4k copy and, um, there are articles online saying how they're going to apparently show it in a few theaters, uh, close to Halloween this year, I think it would stand to reason that they may release a Blu-ray through Criterion sometime in 2018. So fingers crossed that that happens. Um, of course it's all speculation right now, but, um, that would just be, you know, that would definitely be one to look out for, um, on one of these sales. So, uh, I want to thank you guys for joining us today. I think that's all I got. Make sure you visit Barnes and Noble and look into the Criterion sale. Um, and remember it ends Monday, August 7th. You have through that, through close of close of business that day to get your, to get your discs. And then, um, if you have any, uh, questions or, you know, you want to share some of your pickups or things like that, you can find me on social media at the real Benny C. Also remember to like the real movies blog on Facebook. And if you were unaware, we also have two podcasts. Now we have this podcast, which is the real movies podcast on iTunes. Um, we also have a new show called the real shorts and on the real shorts, I am going to be uh, going out to movies in theaters with uh, friends and afterwards uh, we usually will try to do a like an instant reaction so we'll uh, we'll pull the recording out and we'll 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 just give like a a a review immediately after we see the film and then um Dan will edit it together and throw it online for you guys and so um I think it's really cool it's a really neat idea that I'm excited about and um with my schedule that's been kind of hectic lately, it's kind of, it help it helps me because I don't always have time to sit down and write, you know, five to 800 words about something that I went to go see in a theater. Um, and so I apologize for that, but I think this, uh, this new, this new show will hopefully make up for it. Um, also you can find Dr. Hollyfield on social media. Um, he is on Instagram at J Rodell 83. That's the letter J. R-A-D-E-L, and the number's 8-3. Um, really great guy. Uh, has a lot of uh, projects that he's working on. I believe he's working on um, a new feature right now called The Last Tape. I uh, don't know much about it, but I know that uh, I think they're trying to get it into some sort of uh, contest. And uh, so you can like The Last Tape on Facebook. Also, um, I worked with uh, Dr. Hollyfield on a project called the Assisted Stories Project, which is a series of short documentaries about um, Southern men and women who uh, haven't really had a platform to have their uh, personal stories told before. Um, and so we went into 
um, some nursing homes in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and just talked to whoever wanted to talk on camera. And uh, I helped him promote the Assisted Stories Project on uh, on social media, so you can um, find the Assisted Stories Project on Facebook or uh, follow on Twitter at Assisted Stories. Um, and then I believe there are Vimeo links to to the the documentaries themselves uh, posted all over those social pages. Um, so please give uh, give me a follow, give Dr. Hollyfield a follow, reach out if you have any questions or you know just want to talk about movies. Uh, that's what we're here for. So um, I want to thank you guys for listening. I encourage you to check out Criterion, and we will see you next time. In the wise words of someone important, do it for cinema.